everybody. Welcome back to the Wildlife Command Center podcast. Thank you for joining me. I am your host, Christopher Starr. And on this episode, as you could tell by the title, I got a turkey. Woo! Freaking got one. And so on this one, I'm sitting down with my brother Chance again <laughs> to tell him the harrowing tale of the Sunday turkey. <laughs> if you guys haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe to this bad boy. Give us an awesome five-star review. And if you think somebody else would like to listen to this amazing turkey story, shoot it over to them. Thanks again for listening, guys. All right, let's jump in with myself and Chance Baran on the turkey tale today. Dude, Chance, I've been listening to Lord of the Rings on Audible, and it is amazing. Really? Dude, so I was just like, you know, I kind of need something. Yeah. So I went on Audible. I just kind of cruise, just surfing, looking, looking, looking. I said, oh, Lord of the Rings, cool. Hmm, I wonder who it's narrated by. Andy Cir- It's It's actually cir- um, Circus, but I always called him Circes. <laughs> that, that is going to be awesome. Is it like dramatized or is his narration just that dramatic? Dude, he's dramatic. He yeah. puts the drama into That's what's it. Up. Yes. He's great at different voices too. Like so far, it's just mostly Hobbit stuff right now. I'm in the first book, but he actually does the voices of the Hobbits pretty well, like from the movie. Yeah. I've got to check it out. I last like series on Audible that I was recommended, Michael sent me the link. It's like a four part series. I'll have to send it to you, but it was kind of like a post apocalyptic type setting. And it was four books under one credit. So, you know, it was a pretty good deal. But it was nice for those drives out to accounts where service goes away and you don't have streaming, anything. How often do you have those? Uh, It's been enough that I've I've enjoyed Audible. In Kansas City, it was more because we had Topeka that we serviced. Oh, geez. You know, we were also, we were close to places that, have bats and, and other things. So those those were some days of longer drives, you know. Gotcha. Okay. So I, I will definitely check out Lord of the Rings because that sounds dude, right in my alley. It's so good. It's so good, dude. Oh, man. And if you haven't read the books ever or read them in a while, dude, they're so... I mean, obviously, obviously, books are better than the movie. Like... <laughs> And when the movie is that good, when the right. movies are that good, there's just so much more lore and backstory that you learn from them. That's cool. I do like that. And also, I think that we are going to watch the extended versions <gasps> of all of the movies. Um, really? I want to do it in one setting, like on a weekend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of commitment. I'm like... I'll dress up for it. I don't even care. Like, <laughs> get a little Hobbit wig. Gonna learn to play like the theme song. You know, make a whole event out of it. I, I've learned part of it on the harmonica. Harmonica. So yeah, nice. Yeah, I don't think Lakin's that nerdy though. Well, she might get into it. Yeah, maybe. Right. right. We'll start watching it's it. She'll drama. see. They're that good. They're my favorite in all of existence. They're my for sure. They're my number one. Do you have a box set? Oh, uh, yes, it's in a, it's literally, it's my box set in a box somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Which is set you know? and not moving. No, that, yeah, that doesn't That's come one of the story. Yeah, I, 
I have a few DVDs. I don't think we have all the Lord of the Rings, though. But I'm going to pregame with the books. That sounds like a good time. Dude, I, bro, like, you know, okay, so Pokemon or yours, Breath of the Wild, mine, Skyrim back in the day, and a little bit of Fallout. Mm-hmm. You know, you said, man, I logged six hours today. Hmm. I listened to it for six hours today. <laughs> oh, man, you were hooked. <laughs> oh, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, this is probably pretty good. As soon as I press play, like, like my, you know, your pupils dilate. You're like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. You know, the thing that's hit me like that recently, Lakin wants to join in, but she doesn't have the, like, fire under her like I do about watching this show. I started binge watching The Chosen, and I think it made it to like episode five or six. It was what's that? Basically, it's the story of the life of Jesus, and they try to be oh, very really? accurate, you know, according to scripture. There's some filler stuff, but I haven't really seen anyone with any major objections to the show. Everyone seems to really like it. I have loved mm-hmm. it so far. Whew. I had to sit at the dealership while my truck was getting some repairs services oh yep uh, and i thought it was just gonna be a little bit so i was like ah you know i'll watch an episode of this see how it is <laughs> you know just take take a break and from that point on i just had that itch where it's like i have got to watch this show <laughs> and Whoa. then i got to the point where i started feeling guilty like i'm like this is too good lakin will want to watch this like this is i was expecting less and I've been blown away. I mean, it's their whole story is it's fully crowdfunded. It's the most mm-hmm. crowdfunded film ever. Also, the way wow. you access it, they made a specially built app. You only have to download it. There's no credit card or anything like that. You're able to start streaming it in high quality on your phone. Or you can airplay, airdrop, whatever, stream it to any of the devices that you would have. Just like it's all integrated, it's super easy. And if you want to like pay it forward, because you know it takes a lot of money to stream stuff like Netflix and Hulu does, they have like a donation section. You can see how much of the episodes it's funded, and they're like funded out to like season four now. I think they just dropped season two, and I don't know how how it's gonna go from here on out. Like I said, I only got to like episode five, and I'm like, come on, we gotta catch up. It's worth it, <laughs> you know. On things that you can binge, like six hours worth, that show maybe one. All right, I just downloaded the app. Yeah. It also, if you have Prime, the first season has been paid for to be on Prime. So that's what's up. Yeah, dude. It hasn't been long since we jumped back on the mics. <laughs> I feel like we got a lot going on right now. Spring has sprung. <laughs> sure, has. yeah, it has sprung. It freaking rained, dude! Thunder, Ooh. thunder, multiple thunder claps. I never hear that here, man. It was amazing. It was so great. And at one point, I was like, "Coming down, coming down." I'm like, I think I sent you a snap of it. I'm like, "This is not." I bet it has a certain kind of sound out out that way, huh? <laughs> I bet it's got a certain kind of ring Western to it. Western thunder. <laughs> Western thunder. Nah, this son, is, this this is, is Western. a regular thunder. This is Western thunder. This is Western thunder. <laughs> Put some hair on your chest. <laughs> or more like, yeah, this is actually Western thunder. That's probably what it, it's actually, that's actually how it's, how it's. That, that's how I'd be. Oh, Western thunder. Yeah, so you heard something, man. 
I heard some that was awesome. It was pouring rain at different times of today. It was fantastic. And yesterday, as you saw, mm-hmm. I killed a turkey. Yes, you did. I sure did, baby. A beautiful, mature Tom. Was it back at the stomping grounds? New place? It was at the secondary stomping grounds. Do you remember that? The second place that I went? Yep. Okay, so we'll jump right back in to day two. Now, we spoke the night before. And at the very end, if you guys listened to the previous episode, if you haven't, go listen to it. Obviously, it's the one that aired yesterday. I was debating on whether or not to go out early again. Remember that? I was like, dude, I'm so tired, blah, blah, blah. And you suggested maybe sleep in. And then I explained that old man, you know, hunting in the middle of the day kind of thing. Why not? (laughs) Exactly. So I slept in, went to church. That was awesome. Came back. Oh, no, I went and did two work things. And then I (laughs) went home, got changed, drove out to that other spot, took a peek to see, because remember how late they were out in the day? Yeah. Last time? The middle of the day, dude. It just full blazing sun. They're just sitting out there strutting still. Mm -hmm. Just a small group, but not the whole original gang. So yesterday, they were on this one side of the river that was um, tilled over and plowed. It's just dirt. It's just flat dirt. Because it's easy to see, right? So I'm like, okay. On the other side has a lot more greenery. And so that's usually probably where they actually forage, you know, when they're not flexing. You know, it's like a meadowy, kind of hilly, but full of grass and stuff like that. It's not plowed over. So I'm like, okay, this stretch goes like a couple of miles. Let me get my stuff and I'll just go start hiking. You know what I mean? If you can't find them, you know, it's you're not going to do any good by... Quitting. Quitting never got nobody nowhere. So I'm like, screw it. I get parked, get all my gear ready, put my bow on my shoulders, and then I start heading out. And I'm walking uh, down this trail, and I'm like, this trail's pretty flat and easy to walk. You know, this trail was pretty well used. I'm like, oh, hmm. Guess a lot of people come back here. And it's Sunday, the weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm walking and I'm walking and I'm walking. I'm like, well, you know, it goes back a few miles. This should peter out. So I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. Still just heck of a trail, horse prints. You know, people ride their horses back there, the whole Mm -hmm. shebang. And then I'm just walking past this bush and I hear voices in the bush. I'm like, what the heck? And I'm pretty close to that same river still. And it was a dad and his two kids. I'm like, oh, I'm like fully camoed up. I got a freaking big bow on my back. I'm like, dude. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Did you see where that bird went? (laughs) Have you guys seen any turkeys today? Why? Little Billy asks. I love turkeys. You know? What did you do when they I just kept walking. I kept walking fast. (laughs) They they couldn't get a good look at me because they're right by the river and there were some bushes obscuring me. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, nope, dude. Walk, walk, walk. I'm just, you know, I walk for another 150 yards or so and I just turn back and they're following me. Oh. Yes. The father and two tiny babies, children, are following me. I'm like, oh. I increase my pace, another clip. Walking, I'm walking. It's, the trail's getting a little better, a little less used. Probably another couple hundred yards. And I hear more voices. 
like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? And I look towards the voices and there's people kayaking in the river. <laughs> so I go another couple hundred yards past the kayakers and I kind of, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking and, you know, it starts to get kind of hilly and I look back and kind of, I, I guess I, the final straw was that they were still behind me, you know, very far back now, but they were still coming my way. And so, you know, turkeys don't like human pressure. If there was people who did this earlier in the morning, which most likely they did, right? right? It's a beautiful Sunday. All day, yeah. Exactly. There had to have been more people out there. I was like, okay, this is dumb, but let me just hook right a bit, get off the trail and just start, you know, beating the, you know, it wasn't really brush, but beating the unbeaten path. So I go and I'm checking these folds. I'm about a mile plus now into this trip. So, you know, I get up on the levee and I kind of check. And I'm like, I just don't think this is not going to work. I I think I'm going to, let me bail out of here. So I put my bow on my back on my back and then I just start heading back to the truck. And I'm like, okay, so there's like f- kind of four directions you can go on this river. And by directions, I mean, so the river is very straight. I can hunt each side of the river in each direction, but the river is not crossable. It's a big one. And it's not a big one. I could cross it like, you know, my turkey flew to the other side and <laughs> like if I shot one and it flew to the other side, I would go, I'm like, screw it. You know, yeet my phone, carry my bow over my head like M16s in Vietnam and just cross the river. <laughs> Wasn't the plan, but... You know what I mean? Just like if your bird catches a squirrel on the other side of the river, you gotta go grab it. Mm-hmm. So I head back to the truck. I kind of, I run that through my mind. It's basically the opposite of what I was doing. The total opposite, like opposite side of the river and opposite yeah. direction. So I go over to there, park my truck. You know, I mean, it's not far, obviously. It's just the other side of the river. And because there's not a lot of brush between the river itself, the water, and where it kind of ends and just as an open, flat meadow, I'm like, they could be tucked in here somewhere. So I'm like, okay, let's, we're just going to do that. We're going to kind of tromps through looking inside of the brush line, the tree line, the hedgerow, whatever you want to call it, next to the river. So I head in there. I kind of look left and just check, you know, because I'd seen them there yesterday. Never got to them, but I had seen that they were there back towards like the bridge. I'm like, okay, let's start. And then I start heading in. And, you know, I'm kind of trompsing through. It's really hard to be quiet because the grass is tall. And with tall grass, as well as trees overhead, you're going to have sticks underneath. You know what I mean? So there's definitely, it's not like thick forest, fallen leaves, crunch, crunch, like crazy crunches. But, you know, they're about half, half that. They're decently loud crunches. You know, I go about 75 yards Dude, a Tom, a Tom gets up. He's like, he's right there. A Tom, oh my God, there's, there's, there's a Tom. I knock an arrow. I'm like, it's right. There's, there's, I did, there's one right there. And he, I draw back and he tucks behind. You know, he's walking away from me. He's not running, but he is walking. And I still hear him feel, you know, they do kind of those in rapid succession about, you know, three quarters of a second to a second when they're kind of scared, a little spooked. I'm just like, oh my gosh, dude. And so I'm like, I've got an arrow knocked. And so now I'm kind of fast walking, not <laughs> running. You know what I mean? Because running is like, 
Yeah. You know, and that's a lot of sound where I'm fast walking, which means I'm just kind of taking like bigger steps, let's say, to keep the sound at the same pace that it was when I was just a person, you know, I'm just a person walking in the woods. Sorry, I scared you, Mr. Turkey. How are you doing? You're an awfully handsome fellow. And so I come around the corner and I see him again. He's like up on this kind of mound, goes down the backside of the mound, looking at me, still not running, just walking. But remember, just their walk, it's pretty fast. Right. You know, exactly. All they do is walk. They fly like two or three times a day, coming down from the trees, maybe once if they're trying to get away from something and then going back up to the trees. That's the only time turkeys fly. Everything else is walking. So he's a walking son of a gun. They're walking machines. So he goes through. I didn't get a clear shot again, but he's close. So I double checked my site, made sure it's 20. I'm like, any shot, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a close yeah. one, you know? So he goes down through another couple of branches again, and I have to do that same thing. Like I'm still going, I'm still going, like, you know, at this point, the hunt is on. Yeah. You know, so you're jacked, you're cracked <laughs> out, you know. Your eyes are wide. Your heart's pumping. You feel every part of your existence. I mean, for me, at least, when I'm hunting, that's when I just come alive, you know? You're in tune. Dude, everything. So I increase, and I'm, I'm, or I'm walking, and I don't see him. I don't see a man, and I don't hear him. Shoot, what the heck? And then another one of these little bumps, he comes around the side of it to my left, going right. I'm like, mm. oh, there he is. And so he's still for a turkey, slow walking. Like, oh, come on, baby. Draw back. He continues to walk. I think he gave me a, he did give me a side profile shot, yes. And I do remember there was at least two seconds, which feels like an eternity, as well as it feels like he's going to move at any second. You know what I mean? And I'm going to, I'm not going to have the shot. Draw back get my sight picture lined up, slow down the float, get the bubble right, and I double check, pin on target, go back to the bubble, bounce bubble, and then like eyes back to the target and release. You know, he does his little thing. Yes, it hit him. And then I see an immediate, like, you know, there's a couple flaps and then a walking away and I see an immediate limp. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, okay. Perfect, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I got him. So what did I do, Chance? <laughs> Reload. I reloaded, baby. Yes. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get another shot at this dude. I'm going to get it if I have to, you know? And so I hooked right or sidestepped right, no, crab walked right to get mm-hmm. out into the open to be able to watch him go. And he's walking, but barely. And I can see over the next few 10 seconds, a slowdown, a definite slowdown. I'm like, oh, yes. Okay, good. So he, he is at least hit in the leg and in the legs. I mean, even our legs, anything that walks a lot, major arteries, like major blood flow through those legs. And I'm saying, okay, he, he's going to bleed out here soon, probably run out of energy and then stop. Right. And so I'm like, okay. And so I see him walking, see him walking, see him walking. I'm like, dude, what what happened yesterday, dude? These turkeys are tough as nails, man. Yeah. Tough as nails. So he keeps walking, keeps walking. I see him kind of hook left around these bushes towards the river. And I'm like, you son of a Uh -uh. bitch. Absolutely (laughs) not. No, No, you you are not flying the river. 
<laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I didn't hear him. So I, as I got closer, you know, I'm knocked up. I slow down, like, like slow down the speed because I think he might just be right there and like, you know, thinking about his next decision. And so I'm quietly stepping, eyes locked on the bush, trying to look through it as I slowly kind of semicircle right. Yep. And then I see his red head through the bushes and he's down, Ooh. like he's laying down. I'm like, oh, yes, okay. So I kind of ran back to my, my elk thinking, okay, when they're down, you let them bleed out. So I'm like, okay, okay. So he's, he's down, he's going to bleed out. But hey, something I forgot, turkeys will lay down to hide. To hide from you if there's a predator, you know, if they're wounded in this situation and they can't walk, they'll lay down and try and hide and then use their last burst of energy for a flight. Oh. Like the turkey yesterday, remember? Yep. He was laying down in the grass and he flew across the river. Freaking mook. Yeah. So that's exactly what happened yesterday. So I'm like, okay, let's just chill. So I backed up and backed out. But where I could still see him, he saw me, he got up and then walked a few steps. And then kind of took another left to go into the bush and he got one step and then he, then he laid down. I'm like, okay, he's done for. All right, cool. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. We did it. We did it. And so I back up a few more steps just to kind of watch him. I've still got my arrow knocked just in case, you know, some crazy right. craziness <laughs> pops off. These turkeys, man. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Expect the unexpected with these things. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I can see his tail slightly moving with his breathing because he's laying on his stomach, you know? And so his tail's rising with his breathing. A few minutes go by, it's still happening. I see like a shudder um, and he kind of tip off to one side. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I think he's dead. Right. I take a few steps in and then he moves again. I'm like, oh, shoot. Like he righted himself. I'm like, oh, you son of a gun. Oh, he's not dead yet. Okay. He hasn't expired. So I, I back up a little bit, wait a few more minutes, and he's still breathing. I'm like, okay, well, at this point, he's just suffering. He's not bleeding out. They're turkeys. Yeah, right. They're so tough. I'm like, okay, let me do this guy a solid and uh, take another shot. Get situated nice and level. He's very close, 15 yards at this point. Adjust my sight, draw back, and, you know, I could get, you know, he's not moving. So I can get fully steady, fully calm. Right. And I execute my shot. It, you know, it blows through him. He kind of like shakes a little bit backwards a little bit and then disappears from you. I'm like, what? I'm like, what? what? <laughs> I kind of fast walk over. I set my bow down. He slid down a beaver slide into the river. Chris. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. There's a beaver slide right there and he slid down it backwards into the river. Oh, all right. Fortunately. I guess that's what we're doing now. <laughs> the river talk. Here we go. Yeah. So, all right. I'm getting in the water to get this turkey because, you know, I don't know how actually close to expiring he is, but they can swim. All birds can swim. They know how to row their wings to get to the shore. Faster than you can. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, oh my gosh. And I, and I see him sitting in the water. Fortunately, there's a little bit of a tree that kind of caught him from drifting because, you know, this isn't a lazy Louisiana bayou. It's got some current. This boy's current. So I'm like, okay, I have to grab this bird. And so I had already set my bow down and I'm like, okay, so first off, 
this is a beaver slide. So it's not exactly easy to manipulate. You know what I mean? It's not, it's a beaver slide. It's muddy and wet. So I'm like, oh geez. And the turkey's right there. And so I'm, I slowly am creeping down like on my heels and butt, you know, like, <laughs> like crouch creeping and like can't slowly because I don't want to startle this bird, you know? Right, right. And have to jump in and then families will see you floating yeah, down the river. Up. Yeah, <laughs> There could the be people anywhere at any time. In kayaks. Hey, you mind passing that bird to me? What? Yeah, yeah. He floated over there. But he's almost out of it. And so as I'm getting closer and closer and closer, I realize that he's from blood loss. That, you know, he's probably blacked out from what I could see, you know? And so I was able to grab him and no fuss. I'm like, okay. I grab him below his head and then pull him back up the bank ever so gingerly. The old twist just to make sure. And then that was it. Got the bird. Yeah. Right on, man. I did it. Yeah. But he's all soaking wet. And so I was, <laughs> I was wondering in the photo, because I was like, why does his tail look like crap? Know. You know, maybe it was just, <laughs> it was in a ditch. <laughs> yeah, kind of was. It. I mean, definitely kind of a bananas turnout. Bird got wet, took two arrows, but we got it done. And I'm very proud of him. Good, mature. Tom, solid spurs. You saw those pictures. I posted them on my Instagram if you guys haven't seen it at Lone Star with two R's, Trapper. And got them all sliced and diced and in the freezer. So I got a bunch of delicious meat. Dude, I, I didn't, usually with bows, you lose a lot of the meat because you have to shoot center mass. And so usually you tear up one of the breasts doing that. But it wasn't that bad. I hardly messed with one breast and then I lost half of one of the legs, but the legs aren't that great anyway. Nice. <laughs> They're real tough and chewy. You got to slow cook them. You know, if you've got a, a sous vide or, you know, a crock pot or any kind of slow cooking device, pressure cooker. They're great that way because you slow cook for a long time. It breaks down the tendons. So they taste great when they're slow cooked. I'm just, I haven't, I don't have one yet. I'm probably going to get a sous vide first. I have uh, two crockpots at least. <laughs> Whoa, you should get to killing turkeys then, bro. Yeah, right? One of them is definitely big enough for a turkey leg, or two. <laughs> Perfect. Or two birds have four legs. All right. Then you and Michael need to go shoot one each. Come on, season's probably open. Right, well, I just feel like everybody should get a leg, you know, you can join. <laughs> we just uh, need something to take them down with. So you're going to have plenty of... Good eating here soon. You've got elk and turkey. Man. Dude, elk, turkey, dog's got beaver. One of my falconry buddies offered to take me on a pig hunt down in Southern California. Yeah, dude. So he manages the hog depredation on this gigantic ranch down there. And so it's kind of like Texas. And I asked him, oh, can I hunt him with my bow? And he goes, yeah, you could probably do one, but the whole like, the whole target here is to get as many as we can. I'm like, okay, okay. So <laughs> like, I'll shoot one with my bow and then, you know, I'll bring my AR or something. <laughs> right. One for fun, the rest for, for done. Exactly. And so I think that's what I'm going to do with my other two turkey tags. I kind of want to shoot one with my 410 and then maybe my air rifle too. Uh, I know. Be pretty sweet. You do love that air rifle. <laughs> Dude, it's so nice. I just got um, some new pellets for today. 
which are half the price of the ones that I got before, and they shoot even better than them, which blows my mind. Excellent. Yeah, like, did I just hit on a new maxed out item? You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's cheaper and better and lighter, and it's cheaper for more pellets. Right. Dude, like literally all benefits. You gotta love those things where it's like, oh yeah, the best thing is actually just the cheapest one. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not often, dude. And I could feel. I picked one up. It's crazy how your body gets used to things and can tell differences. So, like, I could immediately tell that it was lighter. Right. It was like a tenth of a grain lighter than the other ones, and I could feel it. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I bet also, you know, like the shape the weight distribution of the pellet, you know, you can Mm -hmm. just tell like this has just got more design to it or more heft where there needs to be heft or a little lighter where it needs to be lighter, you know? And then you shoot it down that barrel and you're like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. So I filled up two magazines and I went in this guy that I bought him from, you know, he runs an air gun shop and and he's got a, a 33 yard. Yeah. 33 yard range in his backyard. So I went back there and I shot, and I was looking around. I'm like, where did it go? I'm like, huh, a little weird. Couldn't find it. Yeah. Cycle, shoot another one dead on. I'm like, wait, what? That's weird. Cycle, shoot another one dead on. And then I looked to the left. All three shots were dead on. I was looking for the miss. Like, I was looking for the movement. I'm like, holy crap. This thing loves these pellets. So I'm like, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you know, some sometimes it's also just about finding, you know, what your rifle likes, you know, what it likes to mm-hmm. to feed. So that's good. You found the sweet spot. Now you can really uh, Dude. get in tune with it, you know, and then take out a turkey. There you go. <laughs> Dude, that's the plan. It has to be, obviously, so with a 177 air rifle, it has to be a headshot and like, not just any part of the head, like I have to hit the brain. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like behind the eye, that's the only place I can do it, obviously. <laughs> so with this teensy weensy little pellet, I have to hit brain matter. And you know, chickens, you know how when you watch chickens, how they move or pigeons? Yeah. Turkeys do the same thing. So there's not a lot of stationary heads in the turkey world. <laughs> well, you just kind of have to find that moment, that sliver yep. of opportunity. Exactly. Yeah, so... You know, I have a mouth call. Talked about that yesterday. Talked about the mouth call. And so I could give off a few to kind of like lock them in place. So they're just like, did that bush just cluck at me? Or, you know, (laughs) it's called a yelp. And they'll kind of freeze and turn their head sideways to expose their ear. And that's what you want. You want that side pattern, that side profile. So you can pop that. They got a big, pretty big bulbous head, you know? Yeah. So, So you can pop that bulbous head. Wow. Now, that sounds like a pretty solid way to do it. I mean, I haven't been shooting my rifle as much. I know the, the guys just uh, went out on one of their jobs mm-hmm. shooting rats. I really Whoa. would like to go and uh, join in on that account at some point. That sounds like fun. Yeah, but turkeys sound also fun. It's way cooler. I mean, yeah, the good thing about it is there's no shortage. Oh, yeah. Keep them coming. Yeah, yeah, buddy. I still got two more tags, baby. Ah, wonderful. You got to get out in there, man. <laughs> I do, I do. You have it there too. You're just not hunting right now. No, no. That's all. No, hunting other things. Hunting in the urban area. <laughs> hunting urban bats. Oh, it's a wild life. 
Kid City is wildlife. It is a wild life. And you know, if we were to be any type of people, it would be said that we could probably command that wildlife. You know what I mean? <laughs> and together, all of us combined, we are kind of like a center for those wildlife commanders. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. We still need that nickname. <laughs> ah, that's right. <laughs> we still need the nickname, folks. Send me your suggestions. Oh. Awesome. All right, dude. I just wanted to get you on here to reminisce the story, basically, because you got to hear day one, and now you got to hear day two, and I wanted everybody else to hear it, too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm so thrilled that it was so quick. You know, right after going out, giving it a trial run, you went back and, and claimed your bird. Oh, dude, I did. There will be a day when Elon Musk finishes Neuralink where I want to be able to send you my memory. Oh, yeah. A memory. Play it on the so TV. I could send you, yeah, you could live stream from my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll have like an IMAX <laughs> dome closet. You just walk into it and it's like, what? <laughs> I feel like I'm going to throw up now. <laughs> an IMAX dome closet. Oh, did you see him smoke that turkey? Here, Link, you're not even listen, you're not even watching. Get off your phone. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be like a dunk tank, you know, deprivation tank. You just oh yeah, put them in there, <laughs> close the door. Everything's a screen. <laughs> Amazing. Oh yeah, dude, that'll be our new VR or something. Who knows? Or the headsets. I don't know. Either way, either way, it's gonna be sweet. We'll be old as crap, you know. Yep. <laughs> I remember when we were turkey hunting out in that park for real. Do you remember that? We still got it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, dude, let's get off of here. Let's let these fine people go back to their day. Thank you guys for listening to the Wildlife Command Center podcast. Myself, Chris Starr, my wonderful co-host, Chance Airhands Baran, for this episode, Turkey Talk. Doing a little turkey talk. little turkey talk. Turk and turk. little turkey talking. If you guys haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Thank you very much and leave us an awesome five-star review. It really does help out the pod. And if you want other people to hear this hilarious turkey story, shoot it over to them. Thanks, everybody. Have a great rest of your day, week, and month. God bless. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. This is Michael Baran, aka Bare Hands Baran. Make sure you go now to Discovery Plus, download our reality TV show, Bare Hands Rescue, where we are out there every day rescuing people from wild animals. It is entertaining, it is engaging, and it is informative. Download it today and listen for our next podcast.